0: Today is the 27th day of January. Welcome to the daily audio Bible I am Brian. it's wonderful to be here with you today. Well, it's great to be here every day it's, but today today is today. It's great to be here around the global campfire today and have this place to just unwind it all and know it's safe as we listen to the scriptures come into our lives. We are getting to know Moses now. Now that we've graduated and uh, moved into the book of Exodus. And so we'll pick up with his story today. Exodus chapter 4 verse 1 through 5 verse 21. Then Moses replied, but what if they don't believe me or pay attention to me? They might say to me, the Lord didn't appear to you. The Lord said to him, what's that in your hand? Moses replied, a shepherd's rod. The Lord said, throw it down on the ground. So Moses threw it on the ground and it turned into a snake. Moses jumped back from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, reach out and grab the snake by the tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it and it turned back into a rod in his hand. Do this so that they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God, has in fact appeared to you. Again, the Lord said to Moses, Put your hand inside your coat. So Moses put his hand inside his coat. When he took his hand out, his hand had a skin disease, flaky like snow. And God said, Put your hand back inside your coat. So Moses put his hand back inside his coat. When he took it back out again, the skin of his hand had returned to normal. If they won't believe you or pay attention to the first sign, they may believe the second sign. If they won't believe even these two signs or pay attention to you, then take some water from the Nile and pour it out on dry ground. The water that you take from the Nile will turn into blood on the dry ground. But Moses said to the Lord, My Lord, I've never been able to speak well. Not yesterday, not the day before, and certainly not now since you've been talking to your servant. I have a slow mouth and a thick tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who gives people the ability to speak? Who's responsible for making them unable to speak or hard of hearing, sighted or blind? Isn't it I, the Lord? Now go. I'll help you speak and I'll teach you what you should say. But Moses said, Please, my Lord, just send someone else. Then the Lord got angry at Moses and said, What about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he can speak very well. He's on his way out to meet you now and he's looking forward to seeing you. Speak to him and tell him what he's supposed to say. I'll help both of you speak. And I'll teach both of you what to do. Aaron will speak for you to the people. He'll be a spokesperson for you, and you will be like God for him. Take this shepherd's rod with you too, so that you can do the signs. Moses went back to his father-in-law, Jethro, and said to him, Please let me go back to my family in Egypt and see whether or not they are still living. Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. The Lord said to Moses in Midian, Go back to Egypt because everyone there who wanted to kill you has died. So Moses took his wife and his children, put them on a donkey and went back to the land of Egypt. Moses also carried the shepherd's rod from God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, When you go back to Egypt... Make sure that you appear before Pharaoh and do all the amazing acts that I've given you the power to do, but I'll make him stubborn so that he won't let the people go. Then say to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says, Israel is my oldest son. I said to you, let my son go so he could worship me, but you refuse to let him go. As a result, now I'm going to kill your oldest son. During their journey as they camped overnight, the Lord met Moses and tried to kill him. But Zipporah took a sharp-edged flintstone and cut off her son's foreskin, and she touched Moses' genitals with it. And she said, You are my bridegroom because of bloodshed. So the Lord let him alone. At that time she announced, A bridegroom because of bloodshed by circumcision. The Lord said to Aaron, Aaron, Go into the desert to meet Moses. So he went, and Aaron met him in God's mountain and greeted him with a kiss. Moses told Aaron what the Lord had said about his mission and all the signs that the Lord had told him to do. Then Moses and Aaron called together all the Israelite elders. Aaron told them everything that the Lord had told to Moses, and he performed the signs in front of the people. The people believed. When they heard that the Lord had paid attention to the Israelites and had seen their oppression, they bowed down and worshipped. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what the Lord, Israel's God, says. Let my people go so that they can hold a festival for me in the desert. But Pharaoh said, Who is this Lord whom I am supposed to obey by letting Israel go? I don't know this, Lord, and I certainly won't let Israel go. Then they said, The Hebrew's God has appeared to us. Let us go on a three day journey into the desert so we can offer sacrifices to the Lord our God. Otherwise, the Lord will give us a deadly disease or violence. The king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why are you making the people slack off from their work? Do the hard work yourselves. Pharaoh continued, The land's people are now numerous, yet you want them to stop their hard work? On the very same day, Pharaoh commanded the people's slave masters and supervisors, Don't supply the people with the straw they need to make bricks like you did before. Let them go out and gather the straw for themselves, but still make sure that they produce the same number of bricks as they made before. Don't reduce the number. They are weak and lazy. That's why they cry, let us go and offer sacrifices to our God. Make the men's work so hard that it's all they can do. And they can't focus on these empty lies. So the people's slave masters and supervisors came out and spoke to the people. This is what Pharaoh says. I'm not giving you straw anymore. Go and get the straw on your own, wherever you can find it. But your work won't be reduced at all. So the people spread out all through the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The slave masters drove them hard and said, Make sure you make the same daily quota as when you had the straw. The Israelite supervisors, whom Pharaoh's slave masters had set over them, were also beaten and asked, Why didn't you produce the same number of bricks yesterday and today as you did before? And the Israelite supervisors came and pleaded to Pharaoh, Why do you treat your servants like this? No straw is supplied to your servants, yet they say to us, Make bricks. Look at how your servants are being beaten. Your own people are to blame. Pharaoh replied, You are lazy bums. Nothing but lazy bums. That's why you say let us go and offer sacrifices to the Lord. Go and get back to work. No straw will be given to you, but you will still need to make the same number of bricks. The Israelite supervisors saw how impossible their situation was when they were commanded, Don't reduce your daily quota of bricks. When they left Pharaoh, they met Moses and Aaron who were waiting for them. The supervisor said to them, Let the Lord see and judge what you've done. You've made a stink in the opinion of Pharaoh and his servants. You've given them a reason to kill us. Matthew 18, 1-20 At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then he called a little child over to sit among the disciples and said, I assure you that if you don't turn your lives around and become like this little child, you will definitely not enter the kingdom of heaven. Those who humble themselves like this little child will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. As for whoever causes these little ones who believe in me to trip and fall into sin... It would be better for them to have a huge stone hung around their necks and be drowned in the bottom of the lake. How terrible it is for the world because of the things that cause people to trip and fall into sin. Such things have to happen. But how terrible it is for the person who causes those things to happen. If your hand or your foot causes you to fall into sin, chop it off and throw it away. It's better to enter life crippled or lame than to be thrown into the eternal fire with two hands or two feet. If your eye causes you to fall into sin, tear it out and throw it away. It's better to enter into life with one eye than to be cast into a burning hell with two eyes. Be careful that you don't look down on one of these little ones. I say to you that Their angels in heaven are always looking into the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? If someone had a hundred sheep and one of them wandered off, wouldn't he leave the ninety-nine on the hillsides and go in search for the one that wandered off? If he finds it, I assure you that he is happier about having that one sheep than about the ninety-nine who didn't wander off. In the same way, my Father, who is in heaven, doesn't want to lose one of these little ones. If your brother or sister sins against you, go and correct them when you are alone together. If they listen to you, then you've won over your brother or sister. But if they won't listen, take with you one or two others so that every word may be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses. But if they still won't pay attention, report it to the church. If they won't pay attention even to the church, treat them as you would a Gentile and a tax collector. I assure you that whatever you fasten on earth will be fastened in heaven, and whatever you loosen on earth will be loosened in heaven. Again, I assure you that if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, then my Father who is in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there with them. Psalm 22, 19-31 But you, Lord, don't be far away. You are my strength. Come quick and help me. Deliver me from the sword. Deliver my life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion, from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you in the very center of the congregation. All of you who revere the Lord, praise him. All of you who are Jacob's descendants, honor him. All of you who are Israel's offspring, stand in awe of him. Because he didn't despise or detest the suffering of the one who suffered. He didn't hide his face from me, no. He listened when I cried out to him for help. I offer praise in the great congregation because of you. I will fulfill my promises in the presence of those who honor God. Let all those who are suffering eat and be full. Let all who seek the Lord praise Him. I pray your hearts live forever. Every part of the earth will remember and come back to the Lord Every family among all the nations will worship you, because the right to rule belongs to the Lord. He rules all nations. Indeed, all the earth's powerful will worship him. All who are descending to the dust will kneel before him. My being also lives for him. Future descendants will serve him. Generations to come will be told about my Lord. They will proclaim God's righteousness to those not yet born, telling them what God has done. Proverbs 5, 15-21 Drink water from your own cistern, gushing water from your own well, Should your fountains flood outside? Streams of water in the public squares? They are yours alone. Not for you as well as strangers. May your spring be blessed. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts intoxicate you all the time. Always be drunk on her love. Why, my son, should you lose your senses with a mysterious woman and embrace the breasts of a foreign female? The Lord's eyes watch over every person's path, observing all their ways. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for another week. In it, day by day, step by step, just like life, It all applies. It's all here for us and it's all needed. And we thank you for the gift of it. We see this sad scene today in Exodus where you have called your servant Moses and he has asked you to send somebody else, please. Oh, this is our story in so many ways. And all of a sudden we start finding ourselves in these stories. Because this has been us. And we have failed in this way many times when we're not even paying attention. Does the Holy Spirit come as we move through this moment? Yes, indeed. Aaron comes. Yes, indeed. Moses goes back. And yes, indeed. It's becoming a showdown before you, Lord, and Pharaoh. But before all that, It was the please, send somebody else. And that kind of echoes today. And so, Holy Spirit, come and help us to consider what that looks like for us. The ways that we've operated from that perspective. Help us to be awake and aware and available. We ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. dailyaudiobible.com that's home base. it's the website so you can find out what's going on around here so certainly do that check out the Daily Audio Bible shop there are a number of resources and a number of categories that that all work with the journey the daily rhythm daily showing up around the global campfire for each other and taking the next step forward and so check those resources out in the shop Check out the community section. This is where to get connected. This is where the prayer wall lives. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you humbly. We couldn't be here if if we didn't do this together. So thank you deeply. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right-hand corner. For the mailing address, is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.
1: Hey guys, uh, I wanted to pray and um, reach out for Darren. Man, I want to tell you first how sorry I am of this happening, I can't imagine. To tell you that this is not of God's hand. It is of God's hand of how you react and what you do about this. Breaking your sobriety will not fix anything, it will bring turmoil, heartbreak, and a whole other round of problems that won't let you be there like you should be for the people who need you. That heartbreak, I can't imagine what's going on with you and your family. And I pray for, for, your, for you and your family and your daughter's mother on those losses. Let's just pray real quick. Our Father God, We know that you know all things and when they're gonna happen and how they're gonna happen. We also know that you are make us strong enough to get together and wrap arms and be with our family, our, our church family, God. We ask that you to be with Darren and help him to guide, help him to, to know that his daughter's with you and help him to continue to aim, to show more people you so more people can be with him. Give him strength, give him love, give him kindness, and help him to know that all of us love him and are praying. In your name we pray, amen.
2: Hey family, it's Susan from Canada, God's yellow flower calling, and God has really laid it on my heart right at this moment to pray for those people who are suffering with cancer, whether they have the cancer, they're the caregivers, um, or they're just loved ones have cancer and also for addictions um, I think these two things are my pet peeves <laughs> that I that I, that are really deep in my heart to pray for so Lord God we just come before your holy throne we ask you Jesus to be with each and every person who's affected by cancer we ask that God if healing we know you will heal, Lord God. We know you will heal, whether this side of heaven or the other. God, we we trust in you and your will for, um, for us in our life. We pray for strength and courage uh, to face each day and the trials that it brings. You know, we said in your words, something like you're not to worry about tomorrow because today has enough troubles of its own, and that is so true. Praise the Lord. Anyway, but you are there. You have, you have conquered the world, and uh, we, we trust in you. I pray also for the people who are suffering from addictions, Lord God, that you would just break the chains that bind them away from you, Lord God, and help them to soar with you, with the freedom from uh, substance abuse but that their addictions would turn on to you, Lord God. You are a wonderful addiction, and I trust in you and your hope that you have given us of healing. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen.
3: Father, I come on behalf of our brother, Darren. God, our brother is grieving greatly after learning that his eight-year-old daughter was murdered by an uncle who also took his life and the lives of other family members. Oh God. Oh God. Will you surround this dear brother with your loving kindness, with your grace, with your strength, with your peace, with your comfort, and with your sustaining power to remain sober and clear-minded in making right choices. Father, we pray for that precious little one, the five-year-old that witnessed this unbelievable tragedy. God, we just ask that you would send your spirit as the great comforter that he is and blanket this entire family and community to sense your very nearness. Be with the mother of this eight-year-old. Touch her heart strengthen this family, and perform your divine will. In Jesus' name,
4: amen. Hey, Daily Audio Bible family. This message is for Trajan. Trajan, this is Patrick from Seattle, blessed peacemaker. Man, I love you, brother. I don't care about... When you slip a little bit, <clears throat> when you make mistakes, I love you. I've been a cop for 32 years, and it seems like we should not connect or talk to one another because of our histories. But man, I love you regardless. And anytime you need somebody to talk to, I'll be there for you, man. Um, you left a message talking about how you were feeling a little bit insecure because sometimes you sin, like we all do, and sometimes you slip back into your old ways, like we all do. And you said that you haven't been tested yet. Well, be careful because you will be soon. And the stronger your faith gets, the more you'll be tested because the, the devil is a roaring lion wishing to devour his prey. And you are his prey because you're getting stronger in the faith of God. So he wants to destroy you and cut you down. And what it takes is standing strong in those tests, but it also takes messing up sometimes. And when you mess up, just get down on your knees and say, God, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And you know what's so beautiful about that is he will. And so will we, but you don't need to ask us for forgiveness. And you don't need to worry about us judging you because you make mistakes, because we all do, man. And I'll say it again, brother, I love you. I love you. I love you. God bless you, Trajan. Amen.